This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Ali Cardinale, live from Springfield, Massachusetts. Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can... Hello, sweet juice lovers and bakers. Welcome to the first primetime baking of 2016 here live on American Variety Network. I'm your host, Chef Alex Cardinelli. How does a chocolatey, chewy, delicious chocolate chip cookie sound right about now? How would you like to learn how to make chocolate chip cookies at home? Would you like to have the fresh, delicious aroma of cookies Baking in your oven. Well, then this show is for you. I, Chef Alex, am going to be talking about a classic American treat. I am going to be talking about the chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookies are a cookie everyone loves. But do you know there is a rich history behind chocolate chip cookies? Well, you will find out about the history of chocolate chip cookies and everything you should know about these cookies on this episode of Primetime Baking. By the end of this show, you should leave this show with knowledge on these great cookies and also learn how to make these awesome cookies. Topics for the show. I'm going to discuss why I like chocolate chip cookies. I'm going to discuss the history of chocolate chip cookies. I'm going to talk about some ingredients that are used to make chocolate chip cookies. I'm going to talk about the creaming method which is the method used to make chocolate chip cookies. I'll also tell you some other desserts you can make with chocolate chip cookies. Plus, some delicious chocolate chip cookie recipes, including chocolate chip cookies, chocolate chip cookie squares, chocolate chip cookie dough cheesecake, and much more. So, sweet tooth lovers, chocolate chip cookie lovers, This show is for you, and it starts right after this introduction by American Variety Network.
are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. It's time to get in the kitchen and start baking some delicious desserts and pastries. Do you have a sweet tooth like Chef Alex? Then this is the perfect show for you. Coming up live right now on the American Variety Network is Primetime Baking, a baking radio show that will focus on baking homemade goodies. And you will get delicious baked good recipes you can use for your next bake sale or anytime. So let's get in that kitchen and start baking. Are you ready for some sweetness and sugar? Primetime Baking is now live. All right, so let's go ahead and start discussing the classic American treat, chocolate chip cookies. Now, I want to start today's show by discussing why I like chocolate chip cookies. Now, the first reason I like chocolate chip cookies is that it has a great flavor. You know, to me, a chocolate chip cookie sort of tastes like a vanilla cake with chocolate chips in it. I really enjoy that flavor. I really think that when you combine butter and sugar together, you're always going to end up with a good tasting product. I love the taste that chocolate chip cookies have. Now, I also like that you can use a variety of chocolate for chocolate chip cookies. You don't necessarily always have to use semi-sweet chocolate chips. You can use milk chocolate, dark chocolate, or even white chocolate if you prefer white chocolate. I love the variety of different items you can throw into chocolate chip cookies. Now, you can even put in M&Ms if you wanted to. You could also add raisins, oatmeal, peanut butter, or even um, nuts if you are a nuts person. But for me... I am a simple-minded person. I love keeping my cookies simple. So for me, I personally just like a regular chocolate chip cookie or a white chocolate chip cookie or an M&M cookie. Now, I'd have to say another reason I like the chocolate chip cookie is it's one of the easiest cookies to make. It's so easy that basically a toddler could make chocolate chip cookies. does not take a lot of skill to make them, and I really do mean a toddler can make them, because all you really have to do is have precise measurements and know how to do the creaming method. But really, it's simple to learn, and the chocolate chip cookies are very easy to make. However, with them being so easy, there are still some people who have a hard time making homemade cookies out there. A lot of people's homemade chocolate chip cookies either flatten, or they spread too much, or they become hard as a rock. And we're going to discuss tonight why that happens, and hopefully... I will teach you, my listeners, how to make the proper, delicious, chewy, 
chocolate chip cookies. And I think that starts with the creaming method. And when a lot of people make cookies, they either overmix their cookies or they incorporate too much air or they use butter straight from the fridge. It really is important that your butter must be at room temperature and all of your ingredients must be at room temperature. But we'll talk about that when we get there. So in a nutshell, those are the reasons that I like chocolate chip cookies and you can add to the fact that I am a sweet tooth lover I love my sweets and I'm also a fat guy that happens to love cookies I am a cookie monster if you want to call me that I love cookies alright so now let's talk about the history of chocolate chip cookies I guarantee a lot of you probably did not know that chocolate chip cookies have a very rich history. And I live here in Massachusetts, and I'm very proud that chocolate chip cookies were founded here in Massachusetts. Now, chocolate chip cookies were created by Ruth Wakefield. Now, Ruth Wakefield invented chocolate chip cookies in 1930 at her restaurant, the Toll House Inn. She and her husband, Kenneth, ran near Whitman, Massachusetts. Now, it was like a bed and breakfast. She made food for her guest. One evening in 1937, she got the idea to make a chocolate butter cookie, so she broke up one of the bars of semi-sweet chocolate that Andrew Nestle gave her. She thought that it would mix well with the dough and make all chocolate cookies. Needless to say, it didn't. However, the cookies came out decent, so she served them. They, of course, were so good, they had to be done again. She published the recipes in several newspapers, and the recipe became very popular. This gem of Ruth, she called the chocolate crunch cookie, and she made a deal with Nestle that they could put the recipe on their chocolate bar if they supplied her with free chocolate for her cookies at the inn. Nestle tried to make it easy for people to make these cookies. They even included a small chopper in the package. Finally, in 1939, the chocolate morsels that we know today were introduced. The chocolate chip cookie is the most popular cookie in America. Seven billion chocolate chip cookies are eaten annually. The Toll House produces 33,000 cookies each day. Some vendors only sell chocolate chip cookies. Half of the cookies baked in American homes are chocolate chip. Now, Nestle supplied Ruth with chocolate. Ruth and Kenneth sold the Toll House Inn in 1966. 
It was bought by a family that tried to turn it into a nightclub. In 1970, it was bought by the Sacconi family, who turned it back into its original form. They continue, they continue to make the original recipe at a bakery down the road. Unfortunately, the toll house burned New Year's Eve in 1984. It was located on Route 18 in Whitham, Massachusetts. It was originally a place where horses were changed on the way from Boston to New Bedford. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the rich history of chocolate chip cookies. Now you know the history of chocolate chip cookies. Woo! Alright, so listeners, stay tuned later in the show for Ruth Wakefield's original recipe. That's right. Later on in the show, I have the recipe that created what we love, chocolate chip cookies, the original recipe for Nestle's popular cookies. All right, let's talk about typical ingredients in a chocolate chip cookie. You will have flour, you will have fat, and the fat may be butter or shortening. You will have eggs. You will have sugar, you will have brown sugar, you will have vanilla, which is being used for flavoring, you will have baking soda, which will help the cookies rise, you will have salt, which will balance out the flavors and avoid the cookies from being overly sweet, and of course, you will have chocolate chips. You can use any sort of chocolate you like, like I mentioned earlier, you can use white chocolate, dark chocolate, milk chocolate, or semi-sweet. Or, if you are a person that doesn't like your chocolate chip cookies to have so much chocolate in them, you can even cut back on the chocolate. Alright, so a little bit later on in the show, we're going to talk about the basic functions of each ingredient in a chocolate chip cookie. So, let's talk about making chocolate chip cookie. The method that we use to make chocolate chip cookies is called the creaming method. Now, if you are a beginner to baking, you have probably already used the creaming method, but don't know it. Anytime you've made cookies, cakes, cupcakes, or quick breads, you use the creaming method. Heck, if you've used box cake mixes, you've used the creaming method. Now, the creaming method starts with sugar and fat. And like I said, the fat can be shortening, butter, or oil, or other ingredients, beaten until light and creamy. Now, in order to achieve this, you need a stand mixer fitted with a paddle attachment. That would be like a KitchenAid. I love KitchenAids. Unfortunately, no other kitchen appliance will do it right. I do not recommend using a handheld mixer or a food processor. That could result in dry, crumbly, nasty cookies. You can, of course, do it by hand. It will come out just fine. It will just take more time and more elbow grease. Now, 
a real important note about butter. It needs to be at room temperature. It needs to be at room temperature. It is very important. Do not use butter straight out of the fridge. And do not melt butter. No melting at all. I guarantee you, if you use butter straight out of your fridge or melted butter, your cookies are not going to come out right. The butter should be firm, but your finger easily leaves an imprint when pressed into it. My tip to you bakers, 30 minutes before you're ready to prepare your recipe, remove the butter from the fridge, cut it into cubes, and let it rest on the counter. Now, let's talk about how the creaming method works. It really is simple, guys. Place the sugar and fat in the bowl of your stand mixer. With the mixer on a good medium speed, I recommend using four on the KitchenAid, the speed four, beat the sugar and butter together for several minutes, stopping the mixer and scraping down the beater and bowl as needed. What happens during this time is that the sugar granules are, crea are creating and cutting tiny holes into the fat, which incorporates air and causes the fat to soften and increase in volume. You'll notice the batter change drastically in color and texture. Undercreaming is quite common. You never want to undercream your product, just like you never want to overcream your product. Stop mixing when the mixture appears light and creamy. You should no longer be able to see sugar granules, but you should be able to feel them if you rub a little of the batter between your fingers. Try this the next time you make cookies. After you have creamed your butter and sugar to the point that it is light and creamy, and I like to say that at this point, when it's light and creamy, the butter and sugar will look like marshmallow or peanut butter in texture. So use that for a little bit of a guide. So when it tells that your butter and sugar is creamed nicely, it should look like marshmallow or peanut butter. At that point, add the eggs one at a time, mixing after each. This is so that the fats have a chance to emulsify and come together with the batter. Add them all at once and you'll overwhelm the batter, causing it to separate and appear curdled. So add your eggs one at a time. Add the dry ingredients slowly while mixing on low, alternating with any other liquids, such as in a cake recipe. Again, adding these ingredients slowly helps to not overwhelm the batter, which can encourage over-mixing. So add every ingredient slowly. Finally, add any additions, such as chocolate chips, mixing by hand, until incorporated. The creaming method 
is most responsible for texture in the final baked good. Do it properly, and you'll have a chewy cookie every time. So with my tips, and if you don't overmix, your cookies should turn out great and perfect. Remember, your butter and all your ingredients should be at room temperature. I know I sound like a broken record, but it is really important. All right, so let's talk about science now. I've got my chef coat on, so now I'm going to throw on my science lab apron. What is the science behind baking a chocolate chip cookie? Well, the structure of a baked good, like a cookie, has to be built from the ground up, and every ingredient, flour, sugar, fat, eggs, leaveners, and salt, plays a key role. Here, I'll explain the science behind the way these ingredients work to create both flavor and structure with the help of fine cooking dot com flour now depending on its ratio to other ingredients in the dough flour makes cookies chewy or crispy or crumbly in dry cookie dough like shortbread a high proportion of flour to the small amount of liquid into butter produces a tender crumbly texture cookies that need to hold their shape during baking, like biscotti or pinwheel cookies, also have a high ratio of flour. In fluid batter cookies, like brownies, a lower portion of flour to the amount of liquid or egg results in a cakey or chewy texture. Drop cookies, which are what chocolate chip cookies are, tend to fall in the middle with the exact ratio, depending on whether the cookie is to be thick or thin, chewy or crumbly, or soft or crispy. Bleached and unbleached flour are basically interchangeable in cookie recipes, but the bleaching process alters protein structures, resulting in less gluten formation in doughs and batters made with bleached flour. For this reason, unbleached flour is a better choice where a slightly chewier texture is desired, as in drop cookies and nut bars. Another option for baking is whole grain flour, such as whole wheat. Substituting no more than 30% of the flour in the recipe with whole grain flour imparts a nuttier, heartier flavor. At higher ratios, whole grain flours will make cookies denser, less chewy, and slightly gritty. Sugar. Now aside from adding sweetness, granulated white sugar makes cookies browner by caramelizing and crispier by absorbing moisture in the dough. It also encourages spreading as the sugar melts. The proportion of sugar in most cookie dough recipes is so high that only about half of the sugar dissolves during mixing. During baking, more of the sugar dissolves, which causes the dough to 
soften and spread. For the best results, use pure cane sugar because products that contain both beet and cane sugars tend to be less consistent in quality. Brown sugar makes cookies moister and chewier than does white sugar. That's because it contains molasses, about 10% molasses for light brown sugar and 20% for dark brown sugar. The molasses adds moisture and because it's slightly acidic, causes the proteins in cookie dough to firm up faster, creating a chewier texture. Fat. Let's talk about fat in cookies. Shortening and butter make cookies tender. When mixed into flour, fat coats some of the flour and protects it from the liquid in some recipes. This prevents gluten from developing, making the cookies more tender and less chewy. Butter contributes significant flavor, so substituting shortening or margarine for butter or vice versa changes the taste. It can also affect the texture of a cookie. Butter has a lower melting point than shortening or margarine, causing it to spread more during baking. So a cookie made with butter will be thinner and crispier than the same cookie made with shortening or margarine. Changing the type of butter can also make a difference. Premium European-style butter is higher in butter fat and lower in moisture than regular, regular butter, making cookies a little thinner, crumblier, crispier, and more buttery tasting. As for salted versus unsalted butter, the amount of salt added to salted butter varies widely, so it's best to bake with unsalted butter to better control the amount of salt. Eggs. These are a major source of moisture and protein in cookie dough. The liquid in eggs gives a cookie structure by bonding it with the starch and protein in the flour, and their protein helps to make cookies chewy. Most cookie recipes call for large eggs. If you want to substitute a different size, note that the weight between, difference between each size is only about a quarter ounce per egg. This isn't enough to make a big difference unless you're using more than six eggs in a recipe. So for most recipes, you can use egg sizes interchangeably. Leaveners. In most baked goods, baking soda acts as a rising agent, but in cookies, it's much more important for encouraging browning. It does so by neutralizing acidic ingredients in dough, such as brown sugar, honey, vanilla, and butter, which would normally inhibit browning. Sometimes baking powder, which is a mixture of baking soda and acidic ingredient, most commonly calcium phosphate, is added instead of baking soda to give cookies a light cakey texture. When moistened and heated, the alkali and acid and baking powder react, neutralizing each other and giving off carbon dioxide gas, which irritates the dough, making the finished cookie puffier. Salt. 
Without this flavor enhancer, the secondary flavors in a cookie fall flat as the sweetness takes over. Salt also strengthens the protein in the dough, making cookies chewier. Kosher salt and table salt are identical in flavor, so you can use them interchangeably if you adjust for volume differences. Kosher salt is coarse and table salt is fine, so the same weight of kosher salt takes up more space. To substitute kosher salt for table salt, use double the volume to match the saltiness of the table salt. Conversely, if you're substituting table salt for kosher, use half the volume. Understanding how all of these ingredients work together can help you improve or even fix a cookie recipe when things go wrong. Beyond ingredients, a number of other key elements can affect the way your cookies bake. Mixing. Mixing develops gluten in the dough, giving cookies a chewy consistency. Be aware of overmixing, which can turn chewy into tough, especially in dough that contains less than 50% fat by weight. Fat inhibits gluten development, so high-fat dough doesn't have the same toughening problem. Shaping. Round dough balls take longer to bake, resulting in softer, thicker cookies. Flattening the balls yield thinner, crispier cookies. Spacing. High-fat dough or cookies baked at low temperatures spread more during baking and need about two inches between them. High-flour cookies, or those that bake for a shorter time, need only an inch of space between them. Time and temperature. These work together in baking. A low temperature and longer baking time yields crispier, thinner cookies. A higher temperature and shorter baking time, which I use, makes softer, thicker cookies. Equipment. Ovens can vary, so for accurate temperatures, check yours with a thermometer. For even heating, use heavy-gauge aluminum baking sheets and line the pans with parchment to minimize hot spots, prevent sticking, and speed cleanup. Oven position. For best results, bake a single sheet of cookies on the center rack. If baking more than one sheet, set racks in the upper and lower thirds of the oven and rotate sheets from top to bottom and back to front once during baking. This advice applies to convection baking as well. Cooling. Cool cookies completely before storing or trap steam can turn them from crisp to soggy. Some awesome information from that website. And yes, I was reading from a website because I wanted to provide you, my listeners, with some wonderful information on cookies. And that, my friends, is from finecooking.com. And that is the science behind making not only chocolate chip cookies, but all kinds of cookies. So I know that 
There are a lot of beginner bakers out there. And you may experience making chocolate chip cookies that turn out flat or hard or too crispy, and they turn out like a cake instead of a cookie. And you probably ask yourself, why did my chocolate chip cookies spread so much and go flat? Why? Oh, why? Why did my beautiful sheet of chocolate chip cookies turn into a big, ugly blob as they baked? Well, there are several reasons cookies spread. A touch too much sugar, for one. Sugar is hydroscopic. It absorbs liquid. When you're preparing your dough, it may look just fine as the sugar is holding on to that liquid. But once it bakes and the sugar releases that liquid, it has been hoarding. Watch out for those puddles. Another less common reason is scooping cookie dough onto a hot baking sheet or one that's overly greased. The dough hits the hot, slick surface and starts to spread immediately. The additional plant for spread in the oven is exuberated by this head start. Butter that is not at room temperature. What happens when you take cold butter and throw it into a hot oven? It melts. So your cookies are basically melting and spreading. So you need to use room temperature butter. All right. The last thing we are going to talk about before our recipes are other desserts that you can make with chocolate chip cookies. Believe it or not, chocolate chip cookies are good, but they can be boring sometimes. But if you love chocolate chip cookies, you will find a way to turn them into other desserts like I have. I have made other desserts out of chocolate chip cookies. One such dessert that I make with chocolate chip cookies is a chocolate chip cookie cheesecake square. So basically, it's a chocolate chip cookie bar with cream cheese in the middle. I have a recipe for that on today's show. I also make a chocolate chip cookie dough cheesecake where I take... Um, cookie dough and fold it into a cheesecake batter and I top some cookie dough on top of the cheesecake and bake it. And trust me, my brother Dominic loves my chocolate chip cookie dough cheesecake and everyone that has tried it has loved it. And you can also make a chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, chocolate chip cookie dough cream pie. And for that, all you would have to do is combine cookie dough with salt eggs into your folded cream mixture and put that into a pie shell. You could also make a chocolate chip cookie pie, which is sort of like a cookie pizza, but you have a cookie. And you can make chocolate chip cookie ice cream sundaes. There's a whole lot of different desserts that you can make with chocolate chip cookies. 
You just have to use your imagination. All right. So, hopefully, all of you beginner bakers or people who love cookies have learned a lot of information on chocolate chip cookies. One last thing I will say about chocolate chip cookies are that they are a drop cookie. So you should be using a cookie scoop or an ice cream scoop when making them. All right, now that we know all of this wonderful information about chocolate chip cookies, are you ready to start making some delicious chocolate chip cookies? Are you ready to smell the delicious aroma of chocolate chip cookies baking in your oven? Well, great, because coming up next, it's going to be recipe time here on Primetime Baking, and I'm going to give you some delicious chocolate chip cookie recipes. But first, I'm going to go ahead and take my commercial break. During this commercial, we are going to hear two songs followed by our commercials. If you want my recipes, don't you dare go anywhere. Because after this commercial break, we're going to have these great recipes. Coming up next. next. Chocolate chip cookie recipe time. Where I'll be giving out recipes for... The original Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookies by Ruth Wakefield, Chef Alex's chocolate chip cookies, my chocolate chip cookie dough cheesecake, my chocolate chip cheesecake squares, and much more. So folks, don't go anywhere.
Yeah. 
Are you enjoying tonight's episode of the American Variety Network? Great! The American Variety Network really appreciates your listening. We also appreciate listener feedback. Please feel free to email us your thoughts and opinions on tonight's show. Our email address is American Variety Network at Comcast.net. That's American Variety Network at Comcast.net. You may also email us with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about our show. You can also email us to book a guest appearance on the American Variety Network, or you may contact us to become a sponsor of the American Variety Network. American Variety Network at Comcast.net. Would you like to find out when the next episode of the American Variety Network is? Do you want to find out the news and updates for the American Variety Network? Well, all you have to do is go on your computer and log on to the social media sites. The American Variety Network is now on Facebook and Twitter. That's right, you can find the American Variety Network on Facebook and Twitter. Like our fan page on Facebook called American Variety Network and follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter fan page is at American Network One. Again, our fan page on Facebook is American Variety Network. Hit like and our fan page on Twitter is at American Network One and hit follow. Something big is coming to the American Variety Network on Saturday, February 13th, 2016. What could it be? I'll tell you, one thing is for sure. Whatever it is, it will be historic and could break the listen record for the American Variety Network. Stay tuned to the American Variety Network. Because on January 30th, 2016, I, Alice Cardinelli, will personally make the announcement live on air and all over social media. Are you ready? Hey, thank you. Well, get ready. The announcement is coming your way January 30th. Coming to the American Variety Network on Saturday, starting Saturday, January 30th, 2016, is Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. This will be a weekly show airing every Saturday. It will be similar to my favorite television show, including Saturday Night Live, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, and my other favorite show. I will have a guest on each Saturday. I'll discuss each Saturday in history, and I'll have funny prank calls and more. So join me for the first Saturday. 
Network on January 30th, 2016 at 7 p.m. It's that time of year again, football lovers. It's time for the Super Bowl. This year is the historic 50th Super Bowl. For the first time ever, the American Variety Network will broadcast the Super Bowl halftime show. Join Alex Cardinelli and his friend Flashmaster 1989 Jeff Sunday, February 7th, 2016 at 8 p.m. Eastern, or in other words, halftime on Super Bowl 50, for a recap of the first half and some fun. Let's get ready for some football. Enjoy your pizza and wings and tune in to our Super Bowl 50 halftime show live on American Variety Network on February 7, 2016 at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Do you find yourself watching a lot of movies? Do you like watching new movies? How about classic movies? Would you like to listen to a movie reviews on live radio? If you call yourself a movie lover, then you will be happy to hear that Alex Cardinalis is going to be hosting a movie review show called Twitter Ticker, where Alex will recap all movies, new and old. Twitter Ticker movie reviews air exclusively on American Variety Network at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. to the American Variety Network. Your only place for variety on Blog Talk Radio. It's time to get in the kitchen and start baking some delicious desserts and pastries. Do you have a sweet tooth like Chef Alex? Then this is the perfect show for you. Coming up live right now on the American Variety Network. Is Primetime Baking, a baking radio show that will focus on baking homemade goodies. And you will get delicious baked good recipes you can use for your next bake sale or anytime. So let's get in that kitchen and start baking. Are you ready for some sweetness and sugar? Primetime Baking is now live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Primetime Baking. Here live on American Variety Network. I'm your host, Chef Alex Cardinelli. And tonight we are talking about chocolate chip cookies. Now before our commercial break, I told you some information on chocolate chip cookies, like the rich history of chocolate chip cookies, the ingredients, the creaming method, and the science behind the ingredients in chocolate chip cookies. Now, it's our favorite time of every baking show that we do here on the American Variety Network. This is a time where I want you, my listeners, to pull out a pen and a paper or get out your um, computer screens and your keyboards and open up Microsoft Word or WordPad and write down and type down these recipes. Now, these recipes are also going to be posted on my recipe group, 
Chef Alex's Recipe Vault on Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, it is chocolate chip cookie. It's recipe time with Chef Alex Cardinelli. Are you ready for Chef Alex's delicious and mouth-watering recipes that are sure to taste as good as they sound? Be sure to grab a pen and a piece of paper and write down these delicious recipes. Now, let's get on to recipe time. That's right, it's chocolate chip cookie recipe time. And we're going to start with the real, the original, the authentic Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookie recipe. Now, for the Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookies, you're going to need two and a quarter cups of all-purpose flour, one teaspoon of baking soda, one teaspoon of salt, one cup of butter softened. That's two sticks of butter. You're going to need three-fourths of a cup of white sugar, three-fourths of a cup of packed brown sugar, one teaspoon of vanilla extract. You're going to need two eggs and two cups of Nestle Toll House semi-sweet chocolate morsels. Combine the flour, baking soda, and salt in a small bowl. Beat your butter, granulated sugar, brown sugar, and vanilla together in a large mixer bowl. Add eggs one at a time, beating well after each addition. Gradually beat in flour mixture. Stir in morsels and nuts. Drop by rounded tablespoons onto ungreased baking sheets. Bake in a preheated 375 degree oven for 9 to 11 minutes or until golden brown. Let stand for two minutes and remove to wire racks to cool completely. Now for the pan version, a pan cookie version, prepare dough as above. Spread into a greased 15 inch by 10 inch jelly roll pan. Bake in a preheated 375 degree oven for 20 to 25 minutes or until golden brown. Cool and pan on wire rack. Now, my personal chocolate chip cookie recipe. Chef Alex's chocolate chip cookies. One cup of butter softened. One cup of white sugar. One cup of packed brown sugar. Two eggs. Two teaspoons of vanilla extract. Three cups of all-purpose flour. One teaspoon of baking soda. Two teaspoons of hot water. A half teaspoon of salt. And two cups of chocolate chips. Preheat your oven to 350. Cream together the butter, white sugar, and brown sugar until smooth. Beat in the eggs one at a time. Then stir in the vanilla. Dissolve the baking soda in hot water. Add to batter along with salt. Stir in flour, chocolate chips. Drop by large spoonfuls onto ungreased pans. Bake for about 10 minutes in the preheated oven or until edges are nicely browned. Now to make white chocolate chip cookies, all you've got to do is either use the Nestle Toll House recipe or my personal chocolate chip recipe. And instead of using chocolate chips, you would use white chocolate chips. All right, here are those delicious chocolate chip cookie cheesecake squares. 
that I was telling you about. Ingredients for the chocolate chip cookie cheesecake squares are two and a quarter cups of all-purpose flour, a half teaspoon of baking soda, a half teaspoon of salt, 12 tablespoons of butter melted, a half cup of granulated sugar, one cup of brown sugar packed, two eggs lightly beaten, two teaspoons of vanilla extract, a one and a half cups of chocolate chips, and for the cheesecake layer, you will need eight ounces of cream cheese softened, quarter cup of sour cream, one egg slightly beaten, quarter cup of powdered sugar, and a teaspoon of vanilla extract. Directions. Preheat oven to 325 degrees. Line an 8 by inch line an 8 by 8 inch pan with greased parchment paper set aside. And a medium bowl whisk together flour, baking soda, and salt set aside. In a large bowl, cream together butter and sugars. Stir in eggs and vanilla extract. Mix dry ingredients with wet ingredients just until a soft dough forms and flour mixture is incorporated. Press half of dough into the prepared pan in an even layer. Cover with one cup of chocolate chips. Prepare the cheesecake batter by mixing together the cream cheese, sour cream, egg, powdered sugar, and vanilla extract into a large bowl until creamy. Pour cheesecake batter over chocolate chips and spread evenly. Mix a half cup of chocolate chips into remaining cookie dough. Drop remaining cookie dough over cheesecake layer until completely covered. Sprinkle on more chocolate chips if desired. Bake for 35 to 40 minutes or until center of, cake of cookie is set and golden. Allow bars to cool in pan and then refrigerate for at least three hours. Overnight is best. Slice into bars and store in the refrigerator. Serve cold or at room temperature. And now my personal recipe. Chocolate chip cookie dough cheesecake. One and a half cups of graham cracker crumbs. Three tablespoons of sugar. A third cup of butter or margarine melted. That's for your pie crust. Or you could use a prepared pie crust. You know like the uh, graham cracker ones that they have at the store. Four packages, eight ounces each of Philadelphia cream cheese softened, one cup of sugar, one tablespoon of vanilla, four eggs, and of course, chocolate chip cookie dough. You can use either store-bought cookie dough or you can make your own. Heat the oven to 325. Combine the graham crackers, three tablespoons of sugar, and butter, and press onto the bottom of a nine-inch springform pan. I call that a cheesecake pan. Beat cream cheese, one cup of sugar, and vanilla with mixer until blended. Add eggs one at a time, mixing on low speed after each just until blended. Pour over crust. Bake 55 minutes or until center is almost set. Run knife around rim of pan to loosen cake. Cool before removing rim. Refrigerate cheesecake for four hours. Now that is how you make the cheesecake. But... You have to add the cookie dough into the cheesecake before you bake it. All right? So take your cookie dough and, and put about half of the cookie dough into the cheesecake, mix it around, put it into the pie crust, and bake it. Then, uh, like, after about 30 minutes of the cheesecake baking, pull the cheesecake out of the oven, top it with some cookie dough balls, 
put it back in the oven for the rest of its remaining time, and let it cook. And when it cools, when it's done cooking, take it out of the oven and let it cool. Serve it with whipped cream, and it's a great, delicious cookie dough cheesecake that you're going to like. Now, don't worry about raw cookie dough. It will be completely safe to eat because it was baked. And my last recipe is Chef Alex's chocolate chip cookie pie. Two eggs, a half cup of all-purpose flour, a half cup of white sugar, a half cup of packed brown sugar, one cup of butter melted, one cup of semi-sweet chocolate chips, and a nine-inch pie shell. Treat your oven to 325 degrees Fahrenheit. In a large mixing bowl, beat eggs until light and foamy. Add flour, sugar, and brown sugar, and beat until well blended. Blended melted butter. Stir in chocolate chips. Pour into pie shell. Bake at 325 for one hour. Remove from oven and serve warm with whipped topping or ice cream. All right, guys, those are all of my delicious recipes. Now, I certainly hope you will use my chocolate chip cookie recipes. Now, if I spoke too fast for you, I apologize, but I advise that you re-listen to this episode so that you can stop and um, write down the recipes and continue playing. That's what's best about archive episodes, is that you can stop and write down the recipe and the ingredients and the directions. I'm going to post these recipes on social media. I'll put them on my recipe group, Chef Alex's Recipe Vault, and I'll post them on my Google Plus account, American Variety Network. So guys, go on Facebook, Chef Alex's Recipe Vault, and American Variety Network on Google+. I will do that for you tomorrow morning. Alright? Okay. Wow! I had a lot of fun tonight. Man, I love chocolate chip cookies, and I delivered a kick-ass show on chocolate chip cookies. Woo! I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's show, and I hope you guys learned a lot about chocolate chip cookies. And I hope you guys will bake some chocolate chip cookies. Primetime baking started with a big bang bang in 2016. All right, guys, this is Alice Cardinelli, and you've been listening to Primetime Baking here on American Variety Network. I hope you guys will enjoy chocolate chip cookies for now on. Our next Primetime Baking is going to be in February, and we're going to talk about baking with the ingredient peanut butter. Did you know that you could make some awesome desserts? With peanut butter. Well, I will tell you what kind of desserts you can make with peanut butter on the next episode of Primetime Baking. This Saturday on our network, the American Variety Network, I, Alice Cardinelli, debut my new show, my new series, Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. It debuts this Saturday, January 30th, 
at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, this Saturday, I've got a wonderful guest coming on my show, and it's going to be my voiceover artist, Dylan Cruz, who is going to talk to us about the voiceover industry, and we'll have a little bit of fun. I'm also going to play some funny phone calls. I'll share some do you know facts and much more. The the Saturday live show is going to be a very good talk show that I think a lot of you are going to enjoy. So tune into that. That's this Saturday, January 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern. I also have uh, groundbreaking news to kickstart the show. My major announcement and my breaking news is going to start Saturday live this Sunday. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the show. Chef Alice Cardinelli and Primetime Baking is off the air. Have a great rest of your Monday evening, and thank you for tuning in. I hope you guys will make some chocolate chip cookies, or at least have some chocolate chip cookies this week. Good night, everyone. It's that time of year again, football lovers. It's time for the Super Bowl. This year is the historic 50th Super Bowl. For the first time ever, the American Variety Network will broadcast the Super Bowl halftime show. Join Alex Cardinelli and his friend Flashmaster1989 Jeff Sunday, February 7th, 2016 at 8 p.m. Eastern, or in other words, halftime on Super Bowl 50, for a recap of the first half and some fun. Let's get ready for some football. Enjoy your pizza and wings and tune in to our Super Bowl 50 halftime show live on American Variety Network on February 7, 2016 at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Something big is coming to the American Variety Network on Saturday, February 13th. 2016. What could it be? I'll tell you, one thing is for sure. Whatever it is, it will be historic and could break the listen record for the American Variety Network. Stay tuned to the American Variety Network because on January 30th, 2016, I, Alice Cardinelli, will personally make the announcement live on air and all over social media. Are you ready? Hey, thank you. Well, get ready. The announcement is coming your way January 30th. Coming to the American Variety Network on Saturday... Starting Saturday, January 30th, 2016, is Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. This will be a weekly show airing every Saturday. It will be similar to my favorite television shows, including Saturday Night Live, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, and my other favorite shows. I will have a guest on each Saturday. I'll discuss each Saturday in history, and I'll have funny prank calls and more. So join me for the first Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli here on America.
February 30th, 2016, at 7 p.m. Donovan here, friend of Alex Cardinale. I personally want to thank you for supporting Alex Cardinale by listening to his episode of American Variety Network. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please check out his Facebook page, American Variety Network, and hit like. And check out our awesome fish group called Freshwater Maniacs. For all the fish keepers listening, check out my YouTube channel, Here for the Fins, for some awesome info on my fish. Thanks for listening, and Alex Cardinale will see you again for the next episode of American Variety Network. Rock on, folks! That's all, folks!